0: Previously on the Loyal Littles podcast...
1: Chuck, are those... I had no birds? idea. Are those birds? <laughs> yes, those are birds. Chuck, spring has sprung in Missouri. I don't know about where you are. <laughs> where but are you? Uh, You're on have... your deck? You had to
2: yeah, sneak I'm away? Yeah, on my deck, of course. It's gorgeous. It's like 65. I got like flowering trees. I had to mow today. Things are growing. Birds are chirping. It's a beautiful time to be alive, my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Summer of Littles on my deck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, Uh, I better ask the wife first. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Welcome back to Loy Littles podcast
0: on the WTFC podcast network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Dad. I mean, Littles.
1: Who's your daddy? Oh, <laughs> see what I did there?
3: Okay, now that was supposed to this be a really nice. This is a family, nice. family <laughs> show. That was supposed to be a, <laughs> a really nice shout out to my father, who's a new listener.
1: Okay, hi, Dad. <laughs> and hi. Sid's back. <laughs> Everyone, sits back. Fresh off from hanging out with Jared Grimes the other night at Broadway Bowling, Roxy. You missed what? it. You weren't there.
0: I was asleep you before were asleep. you even left, apparently. <laughs> this is a she great story she
1: still doesn't think it was him it was totally him. it what? was
3: 100 not him it was
1: him so
3: i mean chuck
0: would know he worked with him thank you
1: all right let the defense show okay that's defense. i mean She's i wasn't
0: there so i can't say i was asleep a, but
1: that's a uh-huh joel was standing right there no.
0: but joel doesn't know who he is yeah but
1: he goes but all i can say is he talked to you for like Five minutes. You got bamboozled. Like you were best friends. Oh, you got you?
3: bamboozled by somebody else. I did
1: not get bamboozled. You 100
3: <laughs> percent did. And at the end, well, here's to to go with exhibit A, B, and C. D. He Isn't it not B let and me. C? No, go ahead. no, no, oh, no. <laughs> well, at the end of the night, when we were discovering that it was not him. No. I said, well let me go up and ask his name and he was like, No, no, don't do that. He wouldn't let me go <laughs> confirm. Well,
1: because he's a famous guy. I don't oh want to like yeah. make it awkward for him. Uh, sure. Sure. Okay. 100%. 100% you both make valid points here. All right, Roxy's oh, Roxy's gonna make the decision. I wish here. there
0: was a picture, then I, I would have been able to settle this, but did you ever contact him? Wait, to what find did you out? say?
1: We need to move on. We need to get to the show. <laughs> Some things that came up, we'll come back to that maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah, we better.
1: <laughs> have either of you ever played Naked Twister? No. no, no, okay. I forgot your dad's listening to this podcast. I was gonna say, I this don't think is you're gonna wrong. admit it anyway. All right, for the record, no. I haven't either. No, that, that came up on PTI. Tony, it's one of his favorite games, apparently. So I'm just oh, okay. I'm bringing stuff to the podcast from other <laughs> I outside missed that sources. Episode. I was asleep, <laughs> and I also came up with a new motto. Now, this is crazy, okay, because I swear to you, littles. I'll hear things and I, we used to have five great minutes on our podcast. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now some might say that's a playoff of PTI's five good minutes. Right. Okay. Now since then we've heard Tony say, well, we have to recall it five great minutes. If it's so-and-so blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah. I don't know. I think that's a coincidence, but we'll never know. Now I can't claim this one because this hasn't aired before he did it, but I swear I was in Tony's head littles because (laughs) earlier in the midweek. He had a, he, they got some bagels and we got an email about that too. It was from Ryan Mahan. I hope I'm saying that right. Episode TBD. He says, a new wrinkle for your shows should include nothing but chewing bagels into the microphone. What a wonderful addition to the TK show today.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> what I forgot. <laughs> you forgot the
1: bagels. We I talked about that. The
0: ba- you know what? And coming home from work this morning, I passed by a bagel shop and I thought, oh, I should get some yeah. bagels, but I didn't.
1: But the most important part about that story that's is they had, a, here. they had a motto. What? They have a motto. <laughs> and i was going to take that motto and use it for our a new motto for the loyal little's podcast oh. and i was going to say not yet famous but known that was going to be the motto Ooh. of the new loyal not little's podcast yet famous, now but the reason known. i bring that up is because the bagel company is not famous but known that's their motto Oh, I and like I, that. I added "not yet famous" because I thought that was uh, clever, and clever. we can't get in trouble for copyright infringement. But no. then on yesterday's podcast on the Big Show, Tony totally took he it. Took it. <gasps> well, he said he goes. Actually, I like the motto, but if I were you, I would change it too. And he said, "Not yet." He had a couple different ones, but one of them was "not yet famous, but known." Wow. Oh, so I don't know. I like no. that. I so really like that. So
0: this is what I have to look forward to with for the rest aging, of your life. <laughs> is that he's going to be more and more like
1: Tony Kornheiser. Yes. Yeah.
0: That yes. Is so
1: crazy. You say it like it's a bad thing though. I anyway. don't know. Okay. We don't le- know. <laughs> Let's get to a couple other emails from the last episode. Okay. This is from Steve Osbolt episode two. Yes, you had the wrong show. Now this is interesting because even though I'm being corrected and after I we recorded, I knew I was wrong, but that's okay. I'll I'll take the correction. Mm-hmm. But it says Twiki, T-W-I-C-K-I. I thought for sure that was wrong or a spell check error, but other people had it. So unless it's a major spell check error, but it says Twiki was the robot on Buck Rogers in the 25th century with Gil Gerard and the absolutely smokin' Aaron Gray. Perfect age to be a 13-year-old boy and have her show up on your screen. Yowza. Now, I'm not disagreeing with that because my 13-year-old boy show was Silver Spoons, Steve ah. Oswald. She played not well it wasn't the mom, right? It was like the girlfriend, right? Or something. She was on that show. Crickets. No? <laughs> <Nothing? laughs> I don't know. I I know the show. I just Alfonso I never watched it. Oh my god, it's such a great show. Yeah, I know it, but no, I never okay. watched it. All right, mm-hmm. I'm the old guy. We know. All right, then we heard from Bobby Gottfried, episode twelve. I really like the new To Tell the Truth with Anthony Anderson and his mom. The other sitcom you couldn't remember was Blackish. Now there's a ton of those oh, issues yes, shows. Oh yes, yes, yes. But mm-hmm. he was also I think on Law & Order. But he is right, that's the one I was trying to think of. Did you yes. say
0: there's a lot of other issues shows? Yeah, there's <laughs>
1: there's Youngish, there's College-ish. Mixed-ish, no, there's, there's Mix-ish. M- oh, ish. No, yeah. I'm just making these up now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, no, but that he, was a that was a show. He
1: literally says, "But that's not important. What is" The other show was What's My Line? Not Guess My Line.
0: Now, some
1: other people came in with stuff about that, which we'll take care of in a second. Then we heard from Claire Natola, episode...
0: One. Uno.
1: Don't go there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get there. (laughs) If they make a musical out of The Godfather, it will truly be the end of civilization, and I will officially give up. (laughs) Okay. I mean... I.
0: No, I, I don't think that would be wise to... Make a musical. I do want to no tell a quick way. story, you though. I never see that happening. Yeah. I was
1: on the bus of Annie, Get Your Gun. Uh-huh. 1996. No comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were reading the trade papers.
0: No comments. There was no
1: online then. <laughs> and there was an audition for Titanic, the musical. Oh, yeah. <gasps> and we were all laughing in the back of the bus, like, who the hell would make a musical about titan- uh, the Titanic? No, you know, know. Titanic. Know. Who would yeah. be dumb enough? Yep. Eight months later, the Tony Award for Best Musical goes to.
0: Titanic. Titanic. 1997.
1: Okay. Let's mix one of these in. First of all, Stoopsy199, what the bleep are you doing to me? But here it goes. <laughs> what is the difference between the people from Dubai and the people from Abu Dhabi? The people from Dubai dislike the Flintstones, but the Abu Dhabi do.
0: <laughs> Abu Dhabi. <laughs> do.
1: I think I said that wrong, right?
0: No, I think you said it right. But the
1: Abu Dhabi.
0: Abu Dhabi do. 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 Like, Oh, that was
3: good. That yeah. was kind of like, that was yeah, very, that but that was, was close. sort of,
1: that was sort of a uh, Scooby-Doo a little bit. <laughs> anyway, see all right. too. before <laughs> we get to the e- the other emails, we have some thank yous. The first mm-hmm. one is on behalf of Roxy, Bob Sproul. Yeah. Sent her her small monetary value prize. prize. This is
0: keeps is me in coffee and chocolate.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, got, we got some is? Pittsburgh chocolate. Yeah.
0: Oh. I say
1: we. as. <laughs> she shares sometimes <laughs> sometimes and then you you got some stuff for coffee okay mm-hmm. so the funny thing is then we did the master's tournament we didn't do so well in that no. one however we oh, thought yeah. tiny chuck <laughs> this is going under corrections wah, as well
0: wah.
1: tiny chuck the poor guy he's been wanting to win one of these for two years yeah. he finally wins one and then we all get an email like the next day from bob saying he screwed up <laughs> <laughs> and Tiny Chuck how was low- not the winner. and he wasn't the winner, but he's still giving him his prize. Yeah. But I'm holding Tiny Chuck to that—that that he's still a loser because I'm not letting <laughs> him get away with that. Because I'm like, no, you're a loser. That's all there is to it. <laughs> I feel Chuck. bad for him. I feel bad. Oh. Tiny Poor God. Chuck. Poor God. All right, and then one more housekeeping thing, and, we'll, and then we'll get to the emails. We promise. Jingle Fest.
0: Oh yeah. Don't forget
1: about Jingle Fest.
0: Sid, are you coming to Jingle Fest? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Will you? Will I'm there. You? You'll take a road trip with us? For sure. Down to DC?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Whoa. All right. You heard it here first. June
0: twenty-fourth.
3: I'm there. Let's okay. do
1: it. Okay. Eric Lonergan's definitely showing up. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> anyway, well, I lost my train of thought. I was so excited. Oh, That's don't forget, great. we're going to post the link again yes. for the, what is it called? The Kickstarter. So last I checked, now obviously it's been a little bit of time since you know this aired, but we're over 2,000 and yeah. I think the goal was 2,500. Oh, we're so close. So we're almost there. We're almost there, Littles. Give what you can, any amount, even a dollar, five dollars, whatever you can give. No amount is too small. We'll post the link in our show notes. Yep. Just click the link. Do it. <laughs> okay, let's get into the emails. All right, so this is from Tim Cree, episode 107. I'm going to start with the PS. It says, PS, Twiggy was Buck Rogers. <laughs> now, wasn't it Twiggy? Do you know?
3: Uh, no, nothing.
1: Sid's dad's going to have to help me with this. Wasn't it Twiggy?
3: I know who Twiggy is. I know. My dad will definitely well, Twiggy, be able to answer this. Well, not Twiggy. Tommy Toons.
1: I'm not talking. Is that how you're talking about Twiggy? No, I'm
3: saying I know who a Twiggy is, but I have no idea what you're talking about here.
1: The robot that went, hi, Buck.
3: Yeah, I'm going to have to phone a friend to my dad on this <laughs> one. So, <laughs> okay. Dad, if you can respond.
1: All right. Well, we have more information about Bosch. Remember, we were talking about Bosch with Tiny oh, Chuck, yeah. and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's a great series. Oh, Do you yeah. know Bosch? You don't. I, do not. I didn't expect you to. I didn't. It's I didn't. on
0: what? Hulu, Netflix? I don't know.
1: It says Bosch is a series about an LAPD detective, and they are based on novels with the lead character of the same name. Each season combines three of the books, and they cover all the elements and then try to kind of connect them. So the story about vigilant cops is combined with a mayor's race and combined with a pharmacy that is illegal smuggling opioids, that kind of thing. I mean, that's a great recap right there. Okay. Uh, he said they did seven seasons and then switched to follow the books to him leaving the LAPD to become a PI, and they did one season of that so far. Okay. All right, and one more quick about this robot. It says, Dear Choxie, no doubt you will get lots of corrections on Chuck's bad memory of Twicky. <laughs> I, I, I cannot believe it's called Twicky. The robot, B-D-D-D-D-D, that's what he wrote. <laughs> that was Buck Rogers, and the reason the robot sounded like Mr. Spacely is that it's Mel Blank. Information for life, Littles. The guy in the suit was Cousin It.
4: Oh. No. no idea.
1: Yes, Chuck should watch Apollo 13. Remember that the whole thing happens with computers less powerful than yours. You make her sit through lots of bad movies, so you owe her.
4: Thank but, you. But, but, wait, 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 but, <laughs> Thank you. But when she
1: finally caves and watches The Godfather, don't oh. let her see the scene with the horse. Episode 158, that's David Liu. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Just for the record, I've sat through pretty, some pretty bad movies.
0: Not as many.
1: Uh, Daddy Long Legs and the that thing,
0: was not a bad movie. And the
1: thing is, littles that there's her movies are like there's
0: beautiful dancing in it. It's Fred Astaire now. and Leslie Caron.
1: If my movies, Sid, will be the we still have to get back to the Jared Grimes thing, but here, <laughs> so <laughs> yes, we no, do. <laughs> so, Sid, I think this is fair. If I put on like one of those potty mouth like American Pie type movies, and those are like an hour and twenty, and you're out, right? An hour thirty, maybe, right. okay. Then she puts on a three-hour movie. Shouldn't I get another movie choice? I mean, isn't yeah, that but how that should you've been sh-
0: saying that for literally a decade. <laughs> <laughs> literally a decade. Well, that's how long we've known you. But I think that's you. fair. I've known should you. Should we
1: start a stopwatch next time and see how long it is? <laughs> I the understand
0: on? the logic. Okay. just
1: check. It. You don't have to give an answer. It's okay. All right. A
0: movie is a movie. <laughs> it doesn't matter how long it is.
1: Okay. Right. Careful what you wish for. I have the entire series of baseball. Wow. If you could see the look, <laughs> the
0: look on her face.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Roxy, you have the next one, right?
0: All right. Moving on. <laughs> Roxy and Chuck. I just took a road trip to Myrtle beach to play golf with my brother Wes for a week. My brother Matt couldn't go this time. So I decided to listen to the first 20 episodes of the LLP on the ride down and back. I have to say that you two have come a long way in increasing the quality of the production and finished product But you created a welcoming, informative, and playful format from the beginning. That is why it is still going strong for more than 220 episodes. Chuck, your interviewing skills have become fine-tuned, and now Roxy is more than just a sidekick. She has become more of an equal partner in the broadcast. (laughs) What are you laughing at?
1: I'm (laughs) laughing at Sid. Sid's laughing.
0: I have a big smile from this (laughs) email. It's so sweet. Okay. The earnestness that you both exude when learning about each and every interviewee comes through loud and clear each time we get to meet the Littles. This show is a wonderful cornucopia of information for life, comedy, music, and most importantly, learning all about my fellow Littles. I look forward to each and every new episode. Keep up the outstanding work, Roxy and Chuck. Stoopsie, number 199. Eat it, Chris from Durham, episode TBD.
1: Oh, yeah. We got to get Chris on. We do.
0: But Stoopsie, that's so nice. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. And I love that. Basically, he was subtly
1: saying, don't listen to the first 20. (laughs) I've been preaching for (laughs) months. Well, it's it's hard, though, because the content is good. We have some great guests, obviously. Yeah,
0: sure. But honestly, his description of those first 20 episodes versus now, like, yeah. I mean, first of all, thank you. But also, I think those are very true words
1: Absolutely. that were written. Well, and, and everyone has said that from day one where yeah. you grow. I mean, they're like, if you listen to the right. Tony Kornheiser show, the first three episodes, you might not be as bad, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I mean, like we've yeah.
0: definitely fine-tuned our personal skills and yeah. being in front of the microphone. Well, but of
1: course, being in the same room helps, all that stuff. Yeah, you know, we for We used to sure. be in separate rooms for and sure. on no microphones. And it was I just hated just life. It's of, yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Her life changed when we got the microphones. It changed. She got so excited about the podcast.
0: (laughs) So much. Yes.
1: All right. Then we heard from Cam, episode 220, Chuck and Roxy, so enjoyed being on episode 220, top 20, baby. (laughs) Once you dropped the episode, (laughs) (laughs) Loyal Little John Miller reached out to me. John and Michelle Miller were on the Littles pod episode 18 in the top five, baby, (laughs) a couple years ago. During one of the little podcasts, you, Chuck, and Roxy had a contest for a Reginald the Monkey crochet doll. Roxy crocheted it for the contest, and John won the contest. Yeah. What was that? That was, the, that was doppelganger, the doppelganger, right? Yeah. Okay. He has had it for a couple of years now and felt it was time for him to move on to another little. When he heard the story of my daughter singing the song on the way to school and wanted to sing it in pre K on the big show last fall, he said, Bet she would like that doll but had no way of contacting me. Thanks to you, he now had a way.
4: Aww.
1: Reginald the Monkey arrived yesterday to the house, and my daughter could not be happier. She Aww. started singing the Monkey song and can't wait to take Reginald to pre-K on Monday for show and tell.
4: Oh, my god! She will not
1: be taking a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue with her. <laughs> <laughs> a big thank you to John and Michelle Miller, Lechizuri, Cam, episode 220.
0: That is so sweet. That is, like, sweet. the cutest thing I've ever heard. That is so cute.
1: We're going to have to, you have to finish Tony's. Have to finish we have one that we've oh. been trying to get. We wanted to ma- ma- mail to Tony with like gummy bears and stuff yeah. to just say thank you for all the support. Yeah. He's given us on the big show mm-hmm. and uh, Roxy's been a little busy. So, okay. Yeah. And now lastly, I think this is the biggest form of flattering. The biggest, I don't know how I can else word this, except this is the last email that Sid is going to read.
0: Okay.
3: Dear Choxy, I got to stick up for my man Chuck here that
1: says Jared Grimes was at the bowling alley, I'm losing it. No, just kidding.
3: (laughs) (laughs) DOS, or disc-based operating systems, is definitely pronounced differently than the number two in Spanish. The most frequent way is DOS, rhyming with BOS. (laughs) However, this is not a case of Chuck butchering anything up for a change. Love and kisses, (laughs) A-B-T-A-H-S. Whoa. Episode 178.
1: Whoa. What an honor, right, Rocky?
0: 178.
1: She gets to read episode Having 178. Having your back, email, Chuck. Right? <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. I appreciate that, but he's kind of totally wrong because <laughs> I knew where we were. The you email knew the I, I was reading. The
0: intent of the word. The intent
1: of the email was uno, dos, tres. Yeah, I get there that. you go. And I said Uno, Uno Dos, dos Trace. Yes.
3: I was here for that one. Oh you were?
1: Okay, yeah. right. So yeah, that was a bad on me. But thank uh-huh. but episode think 178 says I'm all good, so we're good.
0: Sure, why not?
1: And most importantly, it's time we have to get to our Meet the Littles yeah. guest. Uh, you're sticking around though, right, Sid? Yes, all definitely. Right. We got some fun stuff to do at the end. So yep. we'll be right back with Meet
3: The Littles. Uh-oh.
5: You are listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. What's a loyal little? It's not
1: what you have, it's how you use it. Back we back are being played in, in this episode far. by an artist named Jason Udoff And this song is called Satisfy You Now if you like what you hear, the best place to find all of Jason's stuff is on his website And that is JasonUdoff.com That is J-A-S-O-N-Y-U-D-O-F-F.com and you can follow them over on Twitter and the other socials at Udoverse. That's Y-U-D-O-V-E-R-S-E. And as always, we'll play the full song, Satisfy You, at the end of the podcast.
5: Just slap
1: in the face. All right, all you line, loyal littles, it's now time face. to meet the
0: littles. And Roxy. Chuck.
1: How excited are you?
0: I'm excited. We'll
1: explain this in a second, why specifically, but please welcome to the podcast, Jason Massapust. Hey, Jason, how's it going? Good, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, oh of course. Thank you for taking the time to meet the littles. Now, we have to tell you, real quick, Roxy was really excited because, as a lot of littles know, we have this little that we have you say before we start recording about knowing that you're being recorded. Mm -hmm. And I always say, state your full name. Mm -hmm. Roxy was excited because she read an email from you about, I don't know, three weeks ago.
0: Something like that. And
1: she actually pronounced your name correctly. Yes. And we were really hesitant. We really thought about it, talked about it off air (laughs) before we read the email. We were like, how do we think this is said? So we're just thrilled that we got it correctly. Yes. That's why I had her read it Uh because I would have butchered it. Yep. So anyway, Jason... It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. As you know, we turn it over to you. Take a quick second, introduce yourself to all the Loyal Littles out there.
2: Sure. Well, thanks so much. Uh, again, yeah, Jason Massapost is my name, and um, I was born in one of Tony's favorite cities, Jacksonville, Florida. Oh. Um, <laughs> my, uh, my father was in the Navy for most of the 70s, so that's why we were down there. And when, uh, when he got out, we moved back to Wisconsin. That's where they grew up, and uh, we lived in a town called Amherst. It's right in the center of the state. Uh, near Stevens Point, and that's where I grew up, went to high school there, and then ended up going to college at University of Wisconsin, Stevens Point. Obviously not too far away.
1: Yeah. Nice. Now, we should have prepped this. We should have, before we even started this, Roxy, we should have warned the likes of Steve Osbolt <laughs> and I apologize. I know there's like three or four others that you're going to want to, like, sit down when you listen to this interview. Yeah. Okay? Because yeah. We, we're going to find out what he does. Yes. For a living and who he works for. Yes. And stuff like that. But you did have on your form something about, I'm curious if it was before or after all this, the handwriting is a little bit, is it Homer, Arkansas? Oh, uh,
2: Homer, Alaska. Oh, actually. Homer, Alaska. Oh, oh.
1: oh my yeah. gosh, I got the initials wrong. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So, well, Yeah, yeah was,
2: no, my am left-handed. My handwriting is terrible. But <laughs> when I was in college, there were some friends of mine that uh, were on the hockey team that were from Alaska. Ah. And uh, the summer after one of the years, your junior year, couple guys got a job and went and worked up in alaska made a ton of cash came back with a ton of fun stories the next year and then our my last year in school at some point at like 3 30 in the morning i just said all right i'm in so after uh i graduated i did i was in the still in the army guard at the time too so i did like my active duty army time for the year and then i went up to homer alaska and worked for it was supposed to be longer uh, but it ended up being about three and a half months. Um, I was just like hauling fish right at the beach, uh, lived in a tent on the beach for, uh, really? for a little period of time.
1: Yeah. And that's what these hockey players did for like a summer job or well,
2: something? They did it, but through their connections and through my friends that went up there, they got me the job, but it was kind of the previous year they were, they were pumping it up like, Oh, you guys should come up and work in Alaska in the summer. You can make a lot of money and all that. So two guys did it. And then the next year, a couple more of us went and did it. So
0: Wow. And I, you were in a tent on the beach. I mean,
2: why?
1: Yeah, this is my question. So it's, I, 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 don't
2: know, that's good. I, I don't know that I have a great answer for that.
0: <laughs> that's okay.
2: A lot of stuff I just kind of did and didn't really think about it, but that's awesome. Yeah, it, it was called the Homer Spit. So it's basically just a piece of sand, more or less, that kind of juts out into the ocean. I think when they had the big earthquake, part of it like sunk, and oh. I didn't have a car or anything, so I just pitched a tent on the beach, and he paid like twenty bucks a month for quote rent and uh I just worked two hundred yards down the down the street and went and worked and came back and slept and there was one tavern that was open after work and that's the only
1: thing to do. Wow. Now I gotta be honest yeah. to me this sounds except that fact that you were being paid it sounds like decent good money. It sounds like yeah. this could have been like a city slickers moment. Do you know what I mean by that? <laughs> do you know the movie Maybe. with Billy Crystal? I, I
2: remember the movie. Okay. Yeah it was Crystal and the Jack Palance, I remember
1: Yeah and they go on this define themselves they go ranching <laughs> and they go herd cattle yeah. i, I sure. don't know that's what that when that's you first so cool. said it except like i said you said it was like a summer job and you made good money mm-hmm. that's what this kind of reminded me of you know that's not a bad idea i mean maybe kristen leblanc can like chime in on that maybe that would be maybe there are such things i don't know is this something that could be like a bonding experience for like anybody it doesn't have to even be just men you know i mean just to go what did you, exactly did you do with the fish so,
2: for example, if you guys went, went there and you chartered a boat to go halibut fishing, mm-hmm. uh, one day you go out, you catch your limit, you come back in, the deckhand's filleting them in the back, um, and they would call us, basically take the truck, drive to where the boat was, pulling in the slip, I'd walk down, pick up the tote to of fillets, throw them in the truck, go back, pick them up, throw them in the truck. And then you walk over and meet at the the business where we kind of cut it up, freeze it, package it, oh, so you wow. can take it on a plane back home the next day.
0: So Whoa.
2: I see it was kind of a processing plant more or less, sure. and I just kind of did the grunt work.
1: Gotcha. The,
0: that is so cool. Yeah.
1: That's so interesting, especially because of what you do now. But we'll get there in a second. Uh, <laughs> now, yeah, the only I've, the only other experience I would have with that I didn't do it, but uh, when I was on tour, a bunch of guys they rented a boat and they got to go fish, and there was something where. It was in connection with a restaurant, mm-hmm. and whatever you catch, you bring to them, and they would cook it for your dinner that night. Right. And they would take care of all oh. of that. They would debone it, I guess. Right. Stuff like that. Huh. So, wow. Sounds something semi similar, but that's so <laughs> interesting. And you just did that one summer?
2: I did. Yeah. When I came back, I left <laughs> a little early because I, I mean, living outside the whole time it was like 60 degrees, 24 hours a day, and I got a cold and I oh, no.
0: got yeah.
2: sick and I couldn't shake it. And uh, yeah. So I came back and, Shortly thereafter, I got the full time job that
1: I have now. Gotcha.
0: That sort of sounds like Survivor, except (laughs) in Alaska.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
2: except a lot more alcohol and crazy people. Uh. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. uh, We'll get there. No. All right. So, but let's go back. I kind of jumped ahead, but I was so excited to know all about that. Now, you went to school in Wisconsin, you said?
2: I did. Yeah. I went to college at UW, Wisconsin, Stevens Point. Started out wanting to do broadcasting. Okay. um, When I realized that I, wasn't going to be able to play baseball for a living I decided to try to broadcast it so I went to school um, for that and didn't end up pursuing it because I didn't want to kind of start out in some small town in South Dakota doing right. eight-man football and stuff like that yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah totally get it and how about before even college did you know this was something you would want to go into maybe
2: yeah I mean baseball for the most part has been the only thing I've ever really been interested in I mean basically I tried to find a way to have my life revolve around it one way or the other. Nice.
1: Yeah. And I mean the broadcasting stuff, though.
2: Oh, the broadcasting. That was, I mean, we didn't have, we weren't able to watch games really on TV. When we only had two TV channels where I grew up. and mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was just listening to baseball on the radio. So it was just more of a vehicle to keep myself involved in the game, I guess.
4: Yeah. Right.
1: But you did have lots of Waffle Houses. So there's that, I'm assuming. Well, yeah.
2: When right. you yeah. were young, yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs>
1: Excellent. Okay, and so now you did kind of move around, but I'm kind of guessing this is going to be persuaded to one side here. But what's your fandom? Are you all Wisconsin?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Pittsburgh Penguins are my only basically non-Wisconsin-related team, a big hockey fan. But otherwise, yeah, it's Brewers and Packers and and all that.
1: Yeah. Nice. Excellent. And what about your Tony fandom?
2: That started when I was in college. I had a part-time job at a gas station. And at some point in time, like maybe 98 or so, the AM station in town picked up his show on syndication during the day. So I'd go to class in the morning and work a few hours at the gas station afternoon and I would catch the end of the show. And then Dan Patrick's show came on and bumped Tony. Dan was noon to three and then Tony was now three to six. So then I was able to listen to basically the entire show while I was working. So I started listening that way, and then I figured out how to listen on the computer, you know, if I was doing schoolwork and all that. And then actually got my grandfather into it at the time. He was living in Milwaukee, and he would clip the columns when his columns would get syndicated in the journal. Hmm. And he would clip them and mail them to me, and he really got into reading them, too. So that's kind of how I got started listening
1: to him. Now, and did you ever make it out to chatter and stuff like that? I did not make it out to chatter,
2: but a couple years back, my wife does uh, Ironman races. Oh, Oh, wow. And a couple years two falls ago she did Iron Man Maryland in September and I had emailed the show and asked Michael for like some craft beer recommendations or whatever and they read that one on the air and gave me a couple options but when we were there we went to uh Calvert Woodley yep. and a couple of their tony touristy stops along the way but obviously Chatter was closed
1: right nice. now did she know about this ahead of time or was this something you like is she like why are we going to this liquor store
2: kind of yeah. <laughs> It was coming I, I had it on the itinerary but kind of weird when you're taking pictures inside of a liquor store <laughs> it's, it's, it's really it's a lot smaller than you think oh yeah <laughs> well that's is, yeah
1: that's what tony always says He just it, he marvels <laughs> at the fact that it's like a cheese counter right yeah. in the middle of a yeah. liquor store right. that's all it is for sure
0: well that is funny yeah. about your wife because when we went down a jingle fest last year we stopped at calvert woodley and i was sort of like i knew all of these things that we were doing was basically relating to tony and the show and the littles and all of that But we walked into Calvert-Woodley, I kind of played along, and then we walked out, and I said, okay, so why were... Well, wait, it gets better (laughs) than that,
1: Roxy. We've told the story before, so we won't go too much. But as soon as we walked in, Bobby Gottfried was our tour guide, essentially, and that was very sweet of him. And michael sands happened to be there
0: right and so
1: True. bobby like lit up he's like oh my god it's michael and i'm yeah. like oh my god michael sands you know and i'm like who and she's like what what's happening? <laughs> who who did we just meet like it was embarrassing a little bit but she's she's coming I'm along catching
0: on she's I'm catching, catching on she's it's catching fine up. yeah
1: <laughs> but it was really cool and then we eventually had him on the podcast
0: yeah we did mm-hmm.
1: that's michael sands episode 183 yes pardon me yes great interview Great. Mm-hmm. We get to talk about Sansi and his, you know, whole family. Really, yeah. We got to and learn. the cheese
0: counter. And the
1: cheese counter. We learn all about the cheeseery. So that's great. Okay. Now, Roxy, I can see in your face it's killing you right now.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Killing
1: but her it's right okay. now. It's okay. I know you want to ask him about his wife's shoes. Yeah. Is Iron Man? What's her shoe collection like?
2: It's pretty extensive.
0: Um, love it. lots <laughs> of,
2: uh Lots of lots of Hoka's. I know there was a phase of books, oh, yeah, and I think. Recently, it's more of the is it Saucony or Saucony? Okay. Shirt and kind of yeah. Shirts. So I think that's nice. how uh, you I'm actually recording this in the workout room right now with uh, <laughs> with all the
0: shoes, with, with the, all the, the
2: shoes. bicycle on the trainer, and yep, yep. Nice. Now, do yeah. you do any of these as well? Nothing like that. I've done yeah. like the short sprint Gotcha. and stuff like that, but you no, know, none of the long stuff.
0: That's amazing. You I have to a... be such a strong, not only physically but mentally to get through that. Good yeah. for her. That's amazing. I, it's.
1: Nuts, okay? Yeah. I had a friends, a dear friend of mine, he was in my wedding party, and his wife started dabbling in these things. Mm-hmm. And then she became cray cray about it. But she was like, hey, I'm doing an Ironman. Why don't you do it with me? And I was like, "Uh, okay, because I was running marathons at that time. I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I think – she's like, you swim, right? And I'm like, yeah, I can swim. She's like, oh, you'd be fine with this because then it's just a bike ride. No big deal. And it was a shorter (laughs) one. It wasn't like a a ridiculous one, but it was like a two-mile swim. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to say – I don't remember how long the bike ride was. Not a big deal. And then it was like a 5 or 10K to end the run. Okay, Mm -hmm. no big deal. Well, I don't know if you've done – you said you've done these road races, and it always cracks me up, these people that think – that you just start and run and they don't realize when you start a race with like 10,000 people and I'm not exaggerating, it's a little bunched up Yeah, and it gets yeah. a little pushy, pushy and you have to like fight for your spot. And, you know, obviously within about a mile, it starts fading out it, yeah. and spreading out. So you have some room, but anyway, Chuck here had no idea that it's the same for what, well, it's, I guess it's basically whatever you start with first, uh-huh. you know, cause then it, like I said, it right. spreads out. Well, we started with the swim. Uh, I almost drowned. I, I, it was crazy. <laughs> like we start the race and I'm just we're, we all run into this lake and people are like punching and kicking each other and like they you know a lot of the kicking wasn't intentional. Right,
5: they're
4: it was just to they're, swim. They're sure. just
1: trying to swim as uh-huh. fast as they can, but they're kicking away and they don't realize your head is right there by their feet. And oh my gosh, it was nuts. Yeah. I, yeah. That was the worst experience of my life. I never did again. I would
0: start in the back and say, you all go on right. ahead. I'll yeah. catch up. <laughs> Cause you still get your time. It's all time. Yeah, so sure. it's just, yeah. Yep. Anyway.
1: Wow. Um, so what's your wife's favorite race? Is, is there one that you've been to?
2: Uh, actually this past summer we went to Europe and she did the one in Switzerland, oh. um, a town called spelled T H U N. So it looks like Thun, but it's pronounced tune. So there's actually a, a poster. It's, yeah, it was ranked as the most beautiful race in the world Wow so that's her most favorite one
1: she's done so far okay that's I'm not cool. hitting the alarm on that because you know it's about your wife. it's not about you but yeah. I mean that's pretty cool I mean yeah, I love that he went from yeah she does some Ironman's and then oh he we went to Switzerland to run a race yeah. Like, yeah okay all right
0: and are you at the finish line every for every <laughs> every race <laughs>
2: I have been, yes. Yep, that's everyone. Awesome. Well, there was one that I didn't go to. She went with a friend of hers. Okay. Uh, but other than that, yes.
1: All right. That's good so for nice. you. Good for you. <laughs> that's yeah, so that's nice. come up on our show a few times. Yeah. yeah. We haven't gotten there yet, but <laughs> we'll get there eventually at some point. Because yeah. back in the day, no one came to my races. Right. Nobody. Not, not, nobody.
0: <laughs> and that was before I knew you, so. Yeah.
1: Actually, there was one. My dad. My dad drove me because it was in their hometown. It was just a 5K, not a big deal. And he drove me there because the start was like two and a half, three miles away from his house. Yeah. And he sat in the car and waited. That's sweet. I actually came in third out of everybody. First in my age group. Small hometown thing, though. So it wasn't like Mm -hmm. a thousand people. I think it was like 800 people, something like that. But still, for me, that was great. Yeah. Anyway, all right, enough about me, enough about us. Let's get into what he does, but we're going to tease that because we have to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles.
2: This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Roxanne.
1: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And we are lucky enough to have
0: Jason Massapust here
1: (laughs) with us to meet the Littles. Now, actually Jason, we didn't ask in the first chunk. Have you ever been to a Summer of Littles by any chance? I have not. No. Okay. How far away are you from Milwaukee? I don't even know.
2: Uh um, about 30 minutes southwest. Okay. Just we need it's to make that town
1: outside of the city. Yeah, we need to make that happen cuz I'm guessing you've heard of Steve Osbold, episode 2. Yes. Yes. I mean, he tried to host one one year, I think.
0: Did it get canceled? I don't know
1: if it got can no. I don't remember what happened, but you all got to hook up because Oh yeah. First of all, he's a diehard baseball fan. Mm-hmm. And I mean diehard. He'll like message me on opening day. <laughs> And we'll talk (laughs) about stuff. So tell everyone what you do.
2: So, I I mean, we talked about the Alaska thing before. When I came back, one of my friends uh, that I grew up with, Eric, who's actually head basketball coach at Tulsa University now, he helped me write a nice, great resume. And I sent out just a blitz of uh, resumes to all kinds of sports organizations across the country. And I was lucky enough to get call back and land a job with the milwaukee brewers in the fall of 2000 in the sales department and i've basically been there ever since for the last this will be my 23rd
1: season nice wow now how cool is that that's very cool and that's like my dream job scenario Uh you know i have a friend that works for mlb Mm -hmm. and he's been blowing smoke up my you know what for like three or four years (laughs) telling me he's gonna hook me up and get me a job with mlb because i know it'd be amazing (laughs) yeah I don't even know what he does, to be honest. Does I it matter? I think he keeps stats or something for, like, certain games. I mm-hmm. don't know. He gets assigned certain games. Well, But anyway, all right, so what exactly, now you're in sales, and but you said you've met a ton of people and gotten to do some really cool things.
2: Maybe the the funniest story over the years that I can recall is there was a guy, his name was Johnny Logan. He actually played for the Brewers when they were a minor league team in the early 50s, and then also with the Milwaukee Braves when they moved from Boston. He worked for the organization in various ways after he stopped playing as a scout and just kind of part-time. He was always hanging out before every game, having supper, and you could go chop it up with him at the table. Well, whatever year this was, I had one of those flip-a-day trivia baseball calendars on my desk, so Mm -hmm. I flipped the day when I show up at work, and it was on this date at Ebbets Field, Brave Shortstop Johnny Logan starts this big brawl after being hit by Don Drysdale, and I'm like, oh my God. So I tore the thing off, and that night I went to the table, I slammed it down, I'm like, you have to tell me about this. (laughs) And he loved telling stories and he loved uh, attention basically it uh-huh. is was a great guy and so he just opened up and he's like yeah well west covington hits a home run in the first inning and then it comes up in the second inning and he hits another one and i just knew drysdale was going to stick me with one so he hits me and we were playing in brooklyn and he was from i think utica or somewhere upstate mm-hmm. he's like i know and i knew the game was on tv and all my friends would think well, i was a wuss if i didn't charge the mound. so i went out there and started this big brawl and uh there's a couple of sweet pictures online. If you Google it, you can see him with like his arm cocked back, and he's about to hit Drysdale.
0: Nice. But
1: oh, my gosh.
2: That's it was the- pretty great. Pull it off the calendar and go straight to the horse's mouth, so to speak, to yeah. right. get the details.
1: Oh my God. That's great.
0: That's amazing. I feel like
1: that needs to be a podcast episode on some, one of these baseball uh, podcasts. Yeah.
0: I also feel like it's so funny when you hear stories like that, where there's a split second moment where all of these thoughts go through a person's brain to ultimately lead them to the decision they then make of an action to take. So for him getting hit and in that moment, thinking all of those things like, Oh, this is on TV. Oh, this is so-and-so. Oh, this is why Mm -hmm. you did this. I'm going to go charge the pitcher's mound. Like that's just it's mind blowing to me how quickly these ideas pop into people's heads. Well, I always and, want to back you know? up too, and
1: like, why did he drill him? Just because he was the next. Oh, person he was the next guy up. up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Come on.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Wait till it's they. It's so funny.
1: I don't know that. That I never understood, but okay. Yeah. I mean it's funny because I'm sitting here thinking what Roxy and I do, we're never going to have those days or those moments where there's a rip-off calendar and they're going to say on this day in history, so and so fell off the stage right. at the Imperial Theater blah blah this and although maybe 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 I've just came onto something maybe. there's probably theater geeks out there that would appreciate that calendar. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. yeah. No, it's so you're right. It's so interesting if you can just go right to the source on the same day yeah. and oh, get yeah. the story. That was that's amazing. All right, so what exactly now you're in sales?
2: For the most part, it's um, on game days. It's not so much as it used to be, but there's a, a press dining room in the press box. You could go have your pregame meal and all that. And there was a lot of mingling forever with, it was for the most part, the broadcasters. Maybe you see some scouts and stuff in there, but it was just kind of in awe at times of like, oh my God, I'm having dinner with Harry Callis if mm. the Phillies were in town. Or, oh my God, there's Vin Scully walking by. and wow. Uh, You know, you'd sit at a random table and it'd be Ellis Burks, he's scouting for the Rockies or something like that. Just players that you remember growing up and uh, Matt Noakes, something like Mm. that, you know, Players that not a lot of people would remember, but I don't know. It was super cool and something to look forward to all the time just to see those faces and chat them up a little bit.
1: I was going to say, you got, so you got to pick their brains a little bit? Yeah, for sure. For the most
2: part, everybody is really cool and sociable. And like the, when I mentioned the Harry Callis thing, I, I would like grab my food and I turned around and to go to this table where I normally sit. And he was there and I kind of stopped and he looked up at me he's like, it's okay. You can sit here. Aw. All right. Well, hi. Nice to meet
1: you. I'm Jason. That's awesome. And what did you talk about? do you remember just about
2: the game the matchups for that day and stuff like that so yeah early on we also had uh, henry aaron would still have a charity golf tournament every year mm. and there's a couple years where i drove the beer cart um, nice. for the tournament so you're going around between all the groups and uh so i got to interact with him a little bit and he was super cool wow and that would have been like 2002 three four, somewhere in that area
1: and what's your favorite part about it now
2: I guess I enjoyed the length of the season. Everybody complains about how many games baseball Mm. plays, but I just look forward to the, especially now when it's all in front of us, all the opponents and, you know, just the homestand to homestand. I I just enjoy the the journey of the season Mm. and uh, hopefully it ends up good. We've seen some great years
1: and some bad years over the last 20 years. Yeah, right. And what do you do when the team's out of town?
2: It's for the most part, the same thing. During the season, it's a lot of selling groups um, and individual suites and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then also servicing season ticket holders, helping them out with exchanges, additional seats, Mm -hmm. just general transactions, stuff like that.
1: Cool. Well, listen, Jason, we can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate it. Now, I think you know what's coming. I hope that's okay. Yes. All right. You bet. Start us off.
0: What is the sound you love the most?
2: Interesting you say that. I'm, we live on a, a lake outside of Milwaukee, and I'm looking at it right now as all the snow is falling. And the water's open. There's no the more ice. But the sound that I really loved was when you're water skiing, and that water's just glass clear, mm. flat. It's just a
1: sh- shooshing sound through yeah. the water. It's really? cool. I love that. Yeah. I would have lost a lot of money on that bet.
0: I love I would have said
1: the crack of the bat. That's, that's what I would have said.
0: Yeah. That's
1: well, I, that's a good
2: one, too. It's just, I just happen to be looking out over sure. the, okay. the right.
1: snowy lake here I right now. That. And right. my boat's in
2: the backyard, and it just kind of came to mind. Gotcha. Nice.
1: <laughs> Thanks for saving me on that one. All right. <laughs> what do you think is the greatest invention of all time?
2: It's got to be the greatest and the worst. is the internet, I would think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing better than to have a random thing come to your
0: mind and be able to
2: look it up in three seconds. But, yeah. But I would have to say that's the greatest yep. and the worst.
0: Nice. Absolutely. Would you rather live for a week in the past or the future?
2: Definitely in the past. Okay. I love history. Most of the TV shows I watch are history-related, mm-hmm. so I would definitely pick that. Nice.
1: What reality show do you think you would be the best on?
2: I don't watch a ton of them, but I would say do, I watch, there's one called Wicked Tuna, where mm-hmm. they like tuna fishing. I like that a lot. I think I'd be pretty good at that. Yeah? And, That's like uh, a fishing show? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's fishing. Wow, yeah, tuna never fishing. heard of that. yeah. That. I also like American Pickers. I like, I've done some restoration of stuff um, around here, so I think I'd be pretty good at that one too.
0: Okay. Cool. What personal trait has gotten you in the most trouble?
2: My mouth.
1: <laughs> yep. Far. Nice. I feel you. Can be honest to a fault and mm-hmm. too blunt. Excellent. Well, within reason, I guess. <laughs> What's one hidden talent you have that no one else knows about?
2: I don't know if this is really a talent, but I really enjoy doing dishes.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: It's not really a talent, but I don't know. It's satisfying to me. Roxy wants to know when you're coming over. Do
0: you have a window over your sink?
1: That's the question you asked? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes.
0: You do. Okay, so that's why I enjoy doing dishes is when there's a window over the sink. I can do the dishes and kind of daydream and stare out at the birds and the flowers. pigeons.
1: (laughs) Single sink or double sink? Uh, Double sink. Ah, now you lost her. See? Now you're dead to her.
0: But do you realize if the (laughs) partition wasn't there, you'd have one big sink?
2: (laughs) You've got to have the spot for it to rinse off. Thank you.
1: All right. (laughs) To each their own. I'm a big two big sink guy. Not catering sinks. Oh, right, right. Not that big. but Well, I mean, those are great. Don't get me wrong. But, okay, if you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be?
2: Bugs Bunny, for sure. Love
1: that cartoon growing up.
0: Love it. Okay, what three famous people, living or dead, would you want at your fantasy dinner party?
2: I'd say George Brett would be number one. He was my favorite baseball player growing up. Mm-hmm. Probably Teddy Roosevelt because he's a pretty fascinating historical figure. Mm-hmm. And maybe
1: Jackie Robinson.
0: Nice. Cool. nice. That's Excellent. a good dinner party.
1: Yeah. All right, and if you could shoot one condiment out of your finger, what would it be? Barbecue sauce. Excellent. Love it. Nice. Good one. All right, Roxy. let's finish with some uh, rapid fire.
0: All right. Smoother, crunchy, peanut butter.
1: Crunchy, all the way. Garfield or Heathcliff? Garfield. You know who Heathcliff is, though, right? I do, sure. All right.
0: Coke or Pepsi? Coke,
1: 100%. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars.
0: Cups up or down in the cupboard? I always do down. Okay.
1: Excellent. And Uranus jokes, not funny or never not funny? Never not funny. All right. We stopped
2: there, and uh, one of our other travel things we're trying to accomplish is Route 66, so we stopped at the Uranus Place in Missouri a couple years ago.
1: It was super cool. Nice. The Fudge Factory. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We yeah, have to get there. That's on our list mm-hmm. at some point. Well, Jason, thanks again for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate it. Is there anything we can plug for you, and how can we get in touch with you?
2: you got to imagine the universe of folks looking for brewer season tickets isn't all that big, but... <laughs> No, just really often in the plug. Uh, you can find me if you look up Jason Mastopost on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I do have one of my best friends that I grew up with, and uh, we actually enlisted in the Army together. His name is Jesse Albrecht. He's got Albrecht Art Company. If you look that up on Instagram, he does great ceramics. Oh, um, better in nice. artwork. He's based out of Bozeman, Montana now, but Jesse Albrecht at, at Albrecht Art Company on Instagram. He's got some great stuff.
1: All right. Well, thanks again for coming on to Meet the Littles, and as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this.
0: Over or under?
1: I'm actually more of an under person, but I'm not all that
2: militant on, on either way. So okay. if it's set up over, I'm definitely not going to change it. But <laughs> if I set it up, I'll go under. Now,
1: okay. Are you just saying that because you know the majority is over?
2: Nah, eh, a little bit. Just but...
1: be yourself, man. Be yourself. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Roxy I, I, loves it. I guess
2: it. then I'm an under.
0: under. I like that. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Yep.
0: Yeah easier to tear i don't care what anybody says the unders
1: just went through the roof they were like yeah well jason thanks again for coming on we really appreciate the time thanks for having me, guys loved it all right all you loyal listeners
0: we'll be right back
1: the loyal littles podcast
5: in your ear on the wtfc podcast network
1: Friday five, Friday five, oh, Friday, Friday, five, Friday, five, Friday, five, oh, Friday, Friday, five, Friday, five, Friday, five, oh, Friday, Friday, five, Friday, five. five. Now it's time for Friday five. Tell you why. Because it's Friday and it's time to jive. And when a little tells us in advance, then we actually stand a chance. It's time for the Friday Friday, Friday Friday, Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, the Friday Five, Friday Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, the Friday Five, Friday five Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, the Friday Five. We, we miss Sully.
0: Sully. But do we really? Yeah, I haven't heard from him in a while. I know, right?
1: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. Are you okay? <laughs> Are you okay, Sully? <laughs> Are you breathing? Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> All right. Now, this is the first time for Sid. How excited are you?
0: Very excited.
1: Okay. All right. Who is this from? Jeff Turner. Ah, Jeff Turner. Episode?
0: 43.
1: All right. What's the first one?
0: The first one. Mach 5. When I was a kid, I watched Speed Racer for the Mach 5. Was there a particular movie, TV, cartoon vehicle that you liked? There are others that I liked, but the Mach 5 was the first, I think.
1: Okay. Now, we're going to let Sid go first because she's a guest, but the rule is you can't steal mine. Okay. <laughs> but you don't know what mine is.
3: I do not. <laughs> <So>
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no. I'm
3: sure that's not going to happen. No.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Maybe not. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> okay. The first one I think of is Grease Lightning from Greece. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a good that's one. a cool car. That's you know
1: what one. kind of car that is? I do. Reli- she just Googled it. I definitely
3: <laughs> just Googled it. I can't, I can't take the credit. It is a 1948 Ford Deluxe convertible.
0: Yep. Ah. Oh. Yep. Okay. Love it.
1: Go ahead. Roxy. My turn. Don't chitty, take mine. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Oh, all right. I
0: mean, good one. It converts into a boat. It could fly. It could do all the things. It goes, bang, bang, chee-chee, bang,
1: bang, 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 bang. We love you. you. Uh, okay, uh, everywhere, that's everywhere. all the I show teams you, you get this, this episode. <laughs> <us> <laughs> all right. You know, I it was, was, was also Broadway plan.
0: show, and the car in the Broadway show was pretty cool. It
1: was pretty cool. I yeah. got to Ooh. shadow that backstage. Oh, you did? Yeah, the tour. That's one of my my resume, Roxy. Shoot. Yeah. There's
3: a lot on your resume. I don't know how I remember everything. I don't.
1: No, it was cool to watch that backstage. Yeah, it really was yeah. to see. It was kind of a pain, but it was kind of cool to see how sure. it works. Oh, very cool. Um, mine, I almost was going to change it because mine doesn't really do any cool things like the Batmobile, which is first one that came to mind was Mystery Machine. Mm,
0: Scooby-Doo. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. You really
0: like Scooby-Doo. Yeah,
1: I like Scooby-Doo. Scooby Snacks. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. All right. What's number two? All
0: right. Number two. Brooks Robinson. As an Oriole fan, I have always held Brooks in the highest regard, but I never saw him play in person. I met him many times and got his autograph, but I was an even bigger fan of the person that he is. He is very genuine and kind to all who meet him. I could say the exact same thing for Johnny Unitas. Is there a sports star or movie star from your hometown that you met that was highly revered? No. No.
1: No, <laughs> like no. We, I live in a small town. Well, we kind of revamped the question a little bit. I'd actually, when I first read it, I didn't see where it said met.
0: Right, yeah. I didn't realize you had
1: to have met the person.
0: Yeah, so. Because
1: so, I, I know I brought this up. Sidney Poitier. Sure.
0: Yeah. Is that how you say mm-hmm. uh,
1: He had a house. Yeah. It, w- it wasn't like a full-time house. It was like a getaway because we lived in the yeah. middle of nowhere in upstate New York. So yep. it was when he wanted to get away. And it was s- totally secluded mm-hmm. behind gated fence that yeah. whole thing. And, you know, because I've told the story. My dad was a cop in the town, mm-hmm. so he'd have to go over and patrol a lot. Of, most times when he's when he was he knew he wasn't in town. Yeah. Because, you know, kids, you know. No, so. mine's
0: similar. Mine. I never obviously met them. But Catherine Hepburn had a house in my hometown. Oh. And oh. she worked at. We had a we had that's the Shakespeare one. theater. Yeah, we had a Shakespeare oh, yeah. theater. Well, the sh- Sadly, hello, it burned Stratford. down a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. So Stratford, Connecticut. That's, yeah. you know, littles. You can find me there. Not always, but. <laughs> That's where I grew up, and Katherine Hepburn had a house, and she lived and worked at the Shakespeare Theater for quite a few years, I think. Wow. But I never met her, obviously, so that would have been cool. Uh, Because
1: I forget. Now, did you grow up in Buffalo? No.
3: So I was in Rochester until I was seven. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I would have to claim, I'd probably have to claim Huntsville, Alabama is where I grew up. Oh, okay. And my dad's going to probably roll his eyes because this is when, if anybody knows someone notable from Huntsville, Alabama,
1: okay. you'll get We'll know. get an email. Yeah. Yeah. We have oh, some yeah. Alabama listeners, so we'll see. Yep. Yep. All right, okay. what's number three? Number
0: three is Joe Flacco. In addition to being a Ravens fan, I'm also a Delaware Blue Hens fan, used to have season tickets. When Flacco was drafted, I actually danced for joy, and the 2012 playoff run and Super Bowl win was amazing. What athlete did you follow their career from the beginning or early on? Chuck?
1: Uh, I guess I've said this bazillion times. It's how I became a Spurs fan. It would be David Robinson. Okay. You know, he played for Navy. I totally thought it was so amazing how they drafted him, even though knowing he wouldn't be around for two years because he had to give his service to the Navy. Sure. And then he just became one of the best all-time players ever. you know. And then, actually, I was going to switch my allegiance when he retired, And I think it was when they finally they beat the Knicks and it was that shortened season. Mm -hmm. And but then by then, Timmy Duncan came along. But it's definitely David Robinson. Okay. I digress.
3: Mine is Mia Hamm. Okay. I was Ah. a soccer soccer player player, growing up. Yeah. 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 Yeah, She was on the U.S. women's team. And now this is what's crazy is I've seen now that she does training camps with young girls. Oh, Oh, I thought you (laughs) (laughs) and I You want to take it.
1: What? You want to go. go? I do.
3: Oh <laughs> yes, yeah. I thought to myself, that is something I would have. Yeah. I would have lost my mind as yeah. a young girl. Sure. Where even all my cleats were. I mean, oh you know really? Yeah, yeah. They were the, the Nike Mia yeah. Hamm, yeah. and we got to watch her play mm-hmm. a couple of times. All right. I'm going to
1: try to be funny and choose my words carefully. When you won in high school, did you take your shirt off? I mean, that wasn't
0: oh, me was Brandi Chastain. Chastain. Oh, that wasn't her. That was no. was Brandi Chastain. It was the same team, but that wasn't her. Same team though. What? It's close. It's close. That wasn't Mia Hamm. Chuck that's close i'm never
1: trying to be funny again (laughs) big surprise there right littles
0: i'm still impressed by the reference yeah all right there you go yeah thanks
1: (laughs) trying to pick me up i
0: know exactly (laughs) where i was when that happened when they won yeah yeah i was at my aunt and uncle's house and they don't watch tv and for the longest time they didn't even own a television but for some reason they had one this one time i was visiting and it was only on for a teeny tiny bit of time and it happened to be to watch the soccer game. And oh, I, I remember that. seeing that happen. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I definitely All right, remember. What do you got? Uh, I guess it would have to be Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I okay. remember when when they brought him in to a game, right? They brought him in because yeah. was. they took They took Bledsoe out. Yeah. I had a Bledsoe jersey. Great. Uh, very exciting. And then Brady comes in. And yeah, I've been following yeah. him kind of ever but since. But you didn't know
1: him in college and at Michigan and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right?
0: I was like...
1: Five. Right. Eight. I get it. Okay. All right. right. I
0: was well,
3: like I'm eight or nine. Oh, I work with somebody who yeah. who's good friends with him. Oh, really? Who went to school with him.
4: Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Look at look at wow. Sid bearing the lead moment. Hey. Okay. <laughs> I must want to punch the little alarm, but we're not going <laughs> to. What? We got t- what? Two more.
0: Two more. All right. Jack Lord, Hawaii Five O. I wasn't a huge Hawaii Five O fan, but I loved the theme and I liked the aerial fly in of Jack Lord. Is there a show or movie from growing up that you liked part of but not the actual story?
1: The look on Sid's face. <laughs> All right, Roxy, you start.
0: Okay, so it's not necessarily exactly under this guideline, I guess, of what you liked a part of, but not the actual story. I liked the movie Knobs and Broomsticks mm. until, and except for the part when the suits of armor came to life, I thought that was the scariest thing I had ever seen in my life. And ah. I still, to this day, if I watch that movie, I kind of inwardly freak out <laughs> a little bit. So, All
1: right, can yeah. you actually read the, quest- the last part of the question again? The movie, or what?
0: Yeah. Is there a show or movie from growing up that you liked part of, but not the actual story?
1: Oh, not the story. Right. Oh. So that's shoot. why I said Ben Noms and Broomsticks. Well, doesn't really
0: match totally. Well, with I'm that, gonna go with what you said. Okay, just to
1: make this easy mine would be The Wizard of Oz. I love the movie, I love the story, but hello, the Wicked Witch always scared the crap out of me as yeah. a kid. You know, and the flying monkeys and stuff like that. Yeah, the
0: flying monkeys were pretty scary. Um,
1: I'm trying to think I mean I could go I could find part of that storyline I didn't like. Mm-hmm. So I guess that would work. Something like that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right, what do you got, Sid?
3: Okay, so I'm gonna go with Matilda.
1: Okay. Uh, when I, when I was
3: younger, I really liked the movie mm-hmm. because I like how it ends. I don't want to give anything away if, if nobody's ever seen Matilda. Well,
1: spoiler alert, it's been <laughs> out for quite a while. So <laughs> I, was say, I think that so girl's in like know, college now and has three kids right, or something. Yeah, right. but
3: people might know what happens at the end with, with her and Miss Honey. But I didn't like the story. As a child, I didn't like seeing how the parents treated her treated her yes. oh yeah so yeah. Sh- that story of it wasn't I didn't, I didn't Danny like DeVito in that movie he was I, yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. now the only thing I would say is because we had lots of friends in the Broadway show uh-huh. and I saw it a bunch of times and I almost equate that with like Wizard of Oz again like Trunchy scared the crap out of me yeah like, sure you know, yes yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: yeah oh yeah my grandfather loved that movie he would Aww. always say this girl's really smart
1: Aww. and he would laugh
0: I'm like well but she's being told what to <laughs> do and say but <laughs> that's so cute. cute yeah that was a great
1: great show The Broadway show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. What's last? All
0: right. Last one. High five. Like everyone else who grew up in the 70s and 80s, I thought the high five was iconic. Is there one specific celebration for one specific event for you that stands out in your memory?
1: Right. Sid, I think Sid first. wants to go first. She's got excitement on her face. I got excited, but I, I think, think I, I
3: was coming up with an answer before you finished the question because I thought it was going somewhere else. <laughs> like, <laughs> <we're> talking <laughs> about oh the high-fiver oh. celebration. So I was like, I love the wave. She, so I thought that's, that... That's but I, like, I didn't know if it's asking like, like a specific wave, event. like
0: going like, from left to yes, right. Yes,
1: yes Roxy. Roxy up not the, the wave, like, hi. That was way before The wave
0: at a
3: sporting event. And so I can actually use a memory that when I was at Disney's Fantasmic years ago and we're all sitting there waiting... I said to my friend, I said, let's start the wave. And we actually started it (gasps) with the whole crowd where everybody's waiting for. Fantastic. And here's the thing. People either love the wave or they hate it. Yeah. That's something I've learned. I guess so. I'm trying to... Feel you guys out from the <laughs> conversation no, yeah, I,
1: I here. So. If you're tra- fans yeah. of the wave, or I like it. Uh, oh, okay, okay, I'll do it. Uh, yeah, I think it's cool. I get if
0: excited. <laughs> I'm like, oh look, it's coming! It's coming! It's almost yeah. here! It's almost here! Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I also feel like there's a place. It's like read the room. Oh I right. Said that sure. like, oh no, I read of course, of course. it has
3: to be. It has to be the right time. If there's
1: like a quarter of the stadium full, it's like so <laughs> depressing. Oh, of course. <laughs> you know? Of course. But if course. it's like a packed house. Game seven, playoff game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, because it's this
3: moment in time where everybody in this space is doing something together. Yeah. I
0: I, I love it.
1: Absolutely. All right. You got one?
0: I don't know. I mean, the first thing just now after you said that, I'm thinking Sweet Caroline at oh, Fenway Park yeah. when every the whole stadium starts yeah. to sing. That's a good one. Well,
1: that went That's almost fun. anywhere. It doesn't have to be at Fenway Park. Well, yeah. no. You go to yeah. a wedding. You go, well, well, the no- Broadway oh, show yeah. does that. Yeah. That, that happens at the Broadway we show. We did that
0: at our wedding, and our Yankee fans were sitting outside, so oh, you and yeah. I opened the door. We
1: ran to the s- we ran end of the <laughs> room where they were on the patio. <laughs> and we, we opened, opened and the door. We went,
0: bah, bah, bah. Bah, bah. Oh. And they were like, we hate you. Yeah. Why are we at this <laughs> wedding? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I mean, come
1: on. You knew it was going to be on the playlist. Come I on. I mean, duh. All right. Mine, I'm going to feel 80, but maybe your dad and mom will <laughs> appreciate this yeah. one. Yeah.
0: I think you just called them 80. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Wait, what? I didn't say, wait. <laughs> you said uh, I'm <laughs> no. going to f- sound like I'm 80. All right. So
1: then that makes them even older, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, no, seriously. I remember because of Nonsense the Musical, and this is a funny kind of side story, was I directed the show 20 years later and was trying to come up with the equivalent. In the show, the it's basically my answer is Arsenio Hall, where you put the thing above your head, your hand above your head and you go whoo 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 that thing.
0: Oh. That was Arsenio I Hall. what I was going to say. I was going to say raise the roof.
1: No, it's way before I raised the roof.
0: I know, but when I when he came out that one for everyone mine. would
1: just <laughs> whoo. I just woo. You can have they to. put their arm, their arm in the air yeah. with the closed fist and whoo 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 at that. Woo. So <laughs> This is when I really <laughs> felt old was when, <laughs> in the original <laughs> Nonsense, the musical, when it came back in the 80s, that yeah. was, they used it, okay? And okay. It, was, it got a big laugh. Yeah. Well, I directed it 20 years later. And my choreographer, who was a young kid, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. was like, what is that? Because oh I even God. said, I said to him, I go, can we find something? What's new? Like, at the time, I think um, Oprah was off the air by then, but it was, uh, what's the... Ellen. Ellen, but Ellen was on the air and I'm like, do they do something when Ellen comes out? Cause that would be current, oh, you know? Yeah. So I was like, I was oh, trying yeah. to find something. We couldn't find anything. So we ended up just going back to it and it was fine, Yeah. but it was so embarrassing that he had no idea. First of all, I don't think he even knew who our sending hall was, but then second Ooh. of all, he had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but that, I think my too
0: much when I did that. No, not at all. That was iconic. Not at all.
1: That really was. It was. So. All right, Jeff Turner, thank you so much for the Friday 5. That was sweet. Those yes. were great. Yeah, and he those actually tried to get those early to us. Yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't even need them then because they were already posted by the time you know we recorded, mm-hmm. but we always like to get a little heads up so we can think about the answers before. <laughs> and we never look because these are posted on Facebook Smart and Funny. Wanted to give that a plug for Claire Natola on Facebook. TK Tone, Little TK Little s- Smart and funny, and funny is the exact wording. And then we should also, we never gave a plug for Bob Sproles littles picking games yes and if you want to get into those contests that he does they're free to enter and you can win a small prize yeah yeah and now they've upped it some there's partial groups that do want to put some money small it's usually like it's like five dollars or something yeah Uh, and you can do that or Mm -hmm. you can just do it for free yep and he supplies the prize it's really generous it's really nice it's really great so anyway Sid.
0: thank you for having me back thanks for coming back you did great everyone's gonna be jealous
1: now everyone's gonna be jealous because
0: you saw jared grimes
1: that definitely, that's why.
0: Oh, <laughs> my goodness.
1: <laughs> all right, Littles, he wasn't there. <laughs> Are I don't, you sure? No, I thought it was him. I thought it was him. Oh, my gosh. He You're did, admitting Literally, it was not him. I went up to him, and I said, hey, man, and this is what Joel's part was. Joel's like, because Joel didn't know who he was. Yeah. But he goes, he, he said, Sid, he's like, all right, look, I, I can stay out of this, but all I'm going to say is I sat here and watched them have a full-on conversation right. for like three minutes. And they were talking like, and I was talking about Soldier's Play, and I was like, hey, I'm going back out soon. And he's like, yeah, man, that's great. And da da da. So, I mean, look, the guy was completely drunk, but.
3: <laughs> he wasn't the only it, one in that conversation, Whatever. <laughs> no, seriously.
1: <laughs> Don't talk about Joel when he can't defend himself. And no, but seriously, we had this full on three. So that's why Joel's like, well, if, if that's who he says he is, it's got to be who it was, because otherwise the guy would have been like, who are you, freak? Yeah. You know, but. I don't know, but That's you're, tough. you're going with, it definitely wasn't him. It All def- you though have is a Google search on your phone and be like, look at the picture.
3: Mm. Well, you've you never know met what? him, right? I, I, here's the thing, this, the the fake Jared Grimes was next to me at the bar when I was getting a drink, and <laughs> he spilled a drink all over the person next to him. Oh so no. I had a really good look at him, and I remember even thinking, "Oh, he okay. l- has a familiar face, this but it was not him." This is
1: really convenient, though, that she's bringing this up now, yeah, days after the event. Like she had time to go home and think about this and be like, "How can I manipulate this to prove <laughs> to Chuck that he's wrong?" Yeah. I lo- yeah, and I then I his
3: wallet this. fell and the ID oh,
1: fell yeah, out, and, the ID and I, thought, saw, the I saw it name. Yeah, okay, and I now said I see where this is going.
0: That's not <laughs> Roxy, we need
1: to get out of here. Tell <laughs> them how they can get in touch with us. Just
0: go to our website, LoyalLittlesPod.com.
1: All right. And everything's there. Don't forget, if you do listen to us on iTunes and Apple Music, don't forget to please give us a nice rate and review. We really appreciate it, and it does help with Mr. Algorithm as they say. A logarithm. A logarithm. All right, and once again, of course, thank you Jason Massapost, for coming on to meet the littles today, and also thank you Sean Morrissey for our bumpers. Yeah. He, he does all those great voices, yep. and those are before we recorded them with people saying, "Hi, this is so-and-so. so and so." So we want to make sure we give proper credit for that. He really came through for us with those. They're Some amazing, are hilarious. And then he just has a great speaking voice in he general. Does. That might be a five mediocre minutes. We might have to get him back so. on, see, so we can do some more impressions and stuff yeah. like that. Ooh. And of course, thank you to the great Sid for yeah. coming on. Yeah, thank this you. Has been amazing. It's always <laughs> fun. <laughs> the great Zucchini. The great Sid Nini. Is that what we call I'm her? Sid Nini. See what I did there? Sidney.
3: Is, is that what you call me? I, I just call <laughs>
1: her Sid. But <laughs> anyway, let's get out of here. Littles have a fantastic weekend, and we'll look forward to it next week. Lots going on next week for Chuck. Hopefully, the schedule won't be altered. But Chuck's going out of town for a couple days. Yep. And so we'll see what we can do. Hopefully it won't change at all. But until next time, don't forget, if you need a grip for your stick,
0: go to stickgrip.com.
1: If you need a book,
0: go to Aaron'sbooks.com
1: And don't forget to
0: use the
1: code.
0: Bye, Dad.
2: It's okay. You can sit here. <laughs>
5: I keep looking back cause the past is behind me Everything I win, eventually I lose it But I'm trying to pick up the pieces that I've got left slap in the face. I'll step out of line, I'll knock you back into place. Uh, don't sweat it, life is for the living. Well, you can't fold it while you're still holding the words of wisdom everybody told you. Forgetting is easier than forgiving. Well, knock this chip off my shoulder if you're so tough, because whatever you.
0: podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Lewis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan.
2: He was super cool. Oh yeah.